Hey everyone, welcome to the Suede Life Podcast. I'm Wade. This is Susie. Hello. And today we're going to talk about intermittent fasting. Yes. This is like super exciting for us because uh, we really enjoy this topic. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Some would say obsessive. (laughs) (laughs) I just like dive into it. Yeah. It's you are like that with most things though. Yeah. So uh, this is a fun topic for us because we currently are intermittent fasting right now, but um, let's get right into it. Yeah. So the definition of um, intermittent fasting is an eating pattern that cycles between fasting and eating periods. So it's kind of interesting. It's not really a new concept, although the world is kind of making it seem quite new and trendy. It's a new trend. I would say a new trend, but it's definitely not a new concept. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the cool thing about it is it's not a diet per se. It's an eat. It's not a eating diet. It's an eating pattern. Yeah. I find myself getting a little bit defensive when people say like, oh, you're doing that diet. It's not a diet. Like (laughs) the reason it's not a diet is because intermittent fasting is not specifically what to eat. It's when to eat. Right. So the nice thing is we're going to get into that a little bit more. But right now, we already talked about what it is, and we're going to jump right into a little more of some of the history behind it. Now, technically, intermittent fasting has been practiced throughout all of evolution. Now, the reason being is when hunters and gatherers used to um, prepare their meals, sometimes they would go periods of time without a meal just because they weren't able to find it or kill it. Now, over time, we've evolved to be able to function without food for a period of time. Yeah, like when Wade and I were prepping for this, we talked about how out of convenience, like you can go to the grocery store and yeah, you might pay a little bit more during certain times of the year, but food cycles, right? So um, one of the things that we talked about was berries. Yeah, oh my gosh. So we have two young kids, if if you didn't know. Yeah. And uh, they're obsessed with berries. They love berries, like raspberries in particular, but all berries. So um, there's, you know, times where berries are like, let's say, what? Expensive. Two, let's just say expensive. Sure, but like, or like two for five, and we're like, oh sweet, like oh. those are the best. Yeah. And our kids feel like I, I feel like we're spoiling our kids when we when we bring home like a couple of containers of berries that are like five dollars each, though. And then like you feel like a failure when you're like, sorry, they didn't have berries, and they really don't care. They're you know both two they're not under gonna, like they're yeah they're one and two and a half they're yeah. not going to remember this in a few years but <laughs> it's funny because talking about this is back in the day way back when you just ate what was available exactly where now we have the luxury to be able to eat pretty much whatever we want whenever we want yeah and the thing is is that it's actually normal or more natural to go periods of time without eating Rather than eating three to four times a day, which is yeah. very common now. For, for some people, even more than that, right? I mean, you're going to ultimately do what, what feels best for you and like whatever is geared towards your specific goals. But, um, you know, a lot of people think like the, the three meals with two snacks in between is maybe normal, but um, maybe you're not really listening to your hunger. Maybe it's a mental thing or yeah. you, you think you're hungry when you're just thirsty or you're... 
I, I don't know. Yeah, we kind of dive more into that too when we talk yeah. about our day. Yeah, which is which is some cool a uh, couple cool things, but that's the summary pretty much of uh, intermittent fasting. Yeah. Now we want to uh, we want to talk about a couple or a few benefits that we find, and then we're going to talk about some of the methods of it, and then we're just going to talk about what we do and how we do it. Yeah. So some of the benefits, Susie, I'll let you take this one because. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're. I wrote them down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wade the wrote ri- down the, the history part of it because <laughs> the guy's a history buff. I find I find history interesting. And so. I find him weird for that. <laughs> so, but you know, opposites track. There you go. There you go. So um, I really want to talk about the history part. Yeah. And now she can talk about some of the benefits. <laughs> um, okay. So some of the benefits would be obviously weight loss so it's something that i think all of them have in common is like so the most common reason for people to intermittent fast is for weight loss right and that was in this article we read on healthline it specifically said that it said the most common reason for people to intermittent fast is for weight loss and i i think i would agree like that's a great starting point um yeah you know like um, right now that's one of Wade's goals um you know that he set for this year um, it's not necessarily one of mine. So I use it to maintain like my current weight and I just pay attention to what I'm consuming, not necessarily, um, worried about what we're going to talk about in a bit, which would be like a calorie deficit. Yeah. So, um, weight loss is a benefit. Um, any metabolic health, uh, you should see improvement. So ideal levels of blood sugar, triglycerides, cholesterol, blood pressure, um, your waist circumference, I guess, would go with weight loss. It apparently extends your life, which I don't know yet. <laughs> I'll let you know when we're doing this podcast in yeah, hopefully 100 years. On episode 3000, we'll, uh, we'll let you know, yes, it actually did extend our lives. It helped. <laughs> See ya. No. <laughs> Signing off. Yeah. Um, inflammation, stronger immune system, uh, the, the healthier heart would be, you know, goes with your metabolic health. Um, two of the biggest things for us would be more focused. I totally, that that's why I still do um, intermittent fasting because I personally feel more focused, more productive. Yeah. There are studies that show like brain activity increasing yeah. and I've noticed it too. You notice it in little bits, but I have noticed it for sure. Yeah. Um, and then I think the main thing for Wade and I, I think you both so the main would benefit, agree. The main benefit to intermittent fasting for both of us is it really simplifies your lifestyle. Totally. Right? So we talked last week about um, meal prepping. And the nice thing about meal prepping and intermittent fasting at the same time, which we're doing, is that you don't have to plan a meal. So yeah. we're going to talk about some of the methods in a bit, but... Long story short, we skip uh, breakfast right now Yeah. by intermittent fasting. So the nice thing is we don't even have to plan for breakfast. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that we talk about where it really simplifies our lifestyle because when you don't have to plan, when you're not eating breakfast, you don't have to plan to what you're going to make. You don't have to buy food specifically mm-hmm. for that. You don't have to meal prep for that. You don't have to do anything for breakfast because you're not eating it. You know, it's also like kind of a side note, but... 
Um, we love breakfast. Like Wade and yeah. I really enjoy it. Years ago when we were fast, when we were doing intermittent fasting, um, we would still do Sunday. We would go out for breakfast. This is prior to kids or at least like when we just had um, one kid. Like it was pretty easy <laughs> to bring well, yeah. them out. And this was obviously pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Like now, I don't know. Maybe we'd probably still do it. I'm not sure if I would necessarily eat, but like it would be really cute to do. Yeah. But not it's, saying like you have to give up all those breakfast foods. Have them at a different meal. You can even have them at Just lunch. Have them at lunch, right? It's like, not uncommon for people to have, you know, breakfast for dinner. Remember we saw that thing online? It was like breakfast nachos. Yeah, we saw something recently. It was breakfast nachos. Oh my gosh. There's a recipe. And I'm like, oh man, we don't eat breakfast. Wade goes. <laughs> make it for lunch or dinner yeah why can't we have it for lunch or dinner <laughs> yeah right so like you do you like if you like breakfast then have it for lunch just just pay attention wow pay attention uh to your eating periods yeah so that's the cool thing about intermittent fasting yeah so the any more benefits no i know there's i, know there's I mean some, uh, there's always more yeah there's always there's always a few more, and we don't want to dive deep into too much of the, the science the science stuff, but right. there are studies out there that show that it helps with insulin resistance, so lowering blood sugar. Mm -hmm. um, there, It helps with inflammation. Yeah. Um, it helps with, obviously, decreased inflammation. Um, it helps. There's heart health. Talk there's, about that, yeah. Yeah. There's a little... It does... In animal studies, it has shown to uh, reduce uh, cancer yeah. and may prevent cancer, sorry. But right. also, um, it talks. we talked a little bit about brain health. There's like a lot of, there's a lot of benefits to intermittent fasting, but we just really kind of focus on some of the more simplistic things like yeah. weight loss or weight maintaining yep. and uh, simplifying our life. Those are really the things we stick to, but there are studies out there that do show that there are a lot of benefits to intermittent fasting. For sure. So there are three methods we're going to talk about. There's a, a variety of methods. Yeah, there There's are. quite a bit, but we're just going to talk about the three most popular and the three most common, and one of them we actually do. Yeah. So, okay, we'll start with the 5-2 method. Um, which is, so you would limit your calories for two of the days. So if you, if you, for your seven day week, if you, five of the days you eat normally what you would eat and then two of the days you would decrease your, your caloric intake significantly. So say you're at about 2000 per day, you would drop it down to like 500. So you're eating roughly a quarter of what you normally eat in a day. Right. And that's only two days a week. That's the five, two method. Yep. Um, okay. The other one is eat, stop, eat. So, which is fairly similar to the five, two. Yeah. But it's instead of decreasing your caloric intake for two of the days, you're just not eating for the two of the days. So you would eat for five days of the week and then two days of the week, you would do a 24 hour fast. Yeah. I sometimes cycle in a 24-hour fast. And it's funny, I just did one today. <laughs> and sometimes... But pe people think it's outrageous, but it's really not. Like if your last meal... So my last meal yesterday was dinner. And we had... Um, what day was it? Sunday. We had, we had pasta. I <laughs> so made, today we're recording Monday. Yeah, I made yeah. pasta. Um, like fresh pasta with an Alfredo sauce and some seafood. So... I was still full when I woke up this morning. 
Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to give her until dinner time tonight. And the funny thing is some sometimes people do it without even knowing it. Exactly. Right? Like say, say you wake up and you forget to have breakfast or you're in such a rush that you don't. It's like, oh, well, there you go. You're already starting your day without breakfast. Yeah. Right? So sometimes people fast without even knowing it. Yeah. And me personally, like something like that doesn't really take too much. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I used, it doesn't, doesn't stress me out. I used to think that fasting in general was impossible. Especially when I first heard about fasting for 24 hours. I never thought in a million years I'd be able to do it. While I have done it in the past, I've only done it twice. But it's doable. It's There's some tricks and techniques you can use if you need to, but it's doable. And it's not as difficult as it may seem. The only thing difficult about Wade doing a 24-hour fast is Wade doing a 24-hour fast <laughs> and living with it. Sometimes I might get moody if oh I'm not God. eating when I'm hungry, but... Sometimes he gets hangry. Yeah, sometimes. But for the most part... He's done really good at that. Like, yeah. you know, controlling that, though. I've gotten better. Well, you know what? And and if you're going to start fasting, then a good thing to remind... It's all about mindset. It has very little to do with hunger or whatnot, right? Like... Which so is true. It's it's mindset. So if you really want to achieve that goal, and if you're constantly reminding yourself of that goal, then like just always keep that in the back of your mind. When depends on how bad you want it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. So that that's why I yeah. I love to just like dive dive right in. <laughs> um, so then the one that we're most excited about though. Yeah, the last method, which is uh, on this. Healthline article that we read, it states that it's the most common, the easiest to make, the easiest to maintain, mm -hmm. and it's also the one that we do. It's called the 16-8 method, which means you fast for 16 hours and you can eat in an eight-hour window. Right now, the most common time is also what we do, which is we eat from noon till 8 p.m. So we don't eat until noon. But then once noon hits, we can eat until 8 p.m., which is most of the time it's after dinner, right? 8 yeah. p.m. is after dinner. And then we don't eat at night, and you go to bed. The nice thing is when you're sleeping, that's counted as fasted time, right? So yeah. when I first started doing this or first heard about intermittent fasting, I didn't know if sleeping considered was considered part of the time that you're fasting. Well, it is. So it makes it a little bit easier because one trick I've found in the past if I was really hungry, say I was doing a 24 hour fast, when I had this luxury, was go take a nap. Yeah. If you're feeling hungry, go take a nap. And all it's gonna do is add to your time of fasting, right? Mm -hmm. So we can get into that a little bit more, some tricks in that, but um, yeah, that's the most common method. And you know what, so. And that's it, sorry, that's every day too. Right. We do that every day. Yeah, and, and you know, like today, I wasn't necessarily planning on doing a 24 hour, but um, like, you know, when I'm like planning out my week, but it just happened. So, you know, if one day you, you go until 9 PM, you, you ate until nine, who cares? Like yeah. don't stress. It doesn't have to be, it. it doesn't have to be right to the minute. It, it all be, depends how, yeah. you know, insane you want to be. If but, you're hungry at 1130 and your stomach is just roaring, it's yeah. like, well, okay, go grab something and start eating. It's fine. You, ha you have to know what hunger is and what maybe thirst is. And, um, 
I mean, I think we can probably get started into what we do. So those are the three main methods. And since 16.8 is the method that we use, we're going to roll right into kind of what we do. Yeah. So it's something that um, is actually common between all um, fasting is water consumption. Uh, so you can drink water, coffee, and other zero calorie beverages, just no solids. And the key is that you're not compensating during the one or two meals that you are eating during that eight hour window of eating. Yeah, so the like whole point if you're of, doing the 16 8. Yeah, so the whole point of fasting is if you are eating, like we'll use the 2,000 calories again, if you're eating 2,000 calories in a day on a normal basis, if you start doing the 16 8 method and you don't eat breakfast and then all of a sudden noon comes along and from noon till eight, you're cramming what normally say you would have a thousand calories in that time frame. Right. Now you're actually eating, you're eating more to compensate and you're eating 2000 calories in that eight hour window. Well, there's no point of fasting because there's, you're not gaining any benefit from it. Yeah. That's, you won't see any results or any benefits to fasting if you're doing that. And that's kind of the whole reason why we do it. Yeah. It's, um, right your goal is a calorie deficit right so well typically i should say that that's most of the time that's the that's the point of the reason why weight loss is the most common reason to do intermittent fasting is because of the calorie deficit so if you think of um you know a very normal person who would have like um an english muffin or or toast or a bagel or yogurt something in the morning like just take that out that's yeah. what you have to do to start yeah completely minus that and yeah. then even if you start say on a normal day after breakfast say around 10 o'clock you have a snack then you can still have that snack to start out easy but just cut out that breakfast and that just cutting that out will be cutting out calories yeah so what was the Okay, so oh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk about what we do. So, first off, um, what I personally do is I the first thing I do after I kind of like get up, brush my teeth, is I always drink water. I have a glass of water, yeah. um, and then coffee. We are big coffee drinkers. <laughs> Only up until two years ago, I started drinking coffee. But that's a whole nother podcast we'll do on on coffee <laughs> because again, like this guy is so weird. He didn't drink coffee until... I'm 30 years old. It'll be two years in May, right? Or no, Correct. Yeah. No, nope, you're right. So I did not start drinking coffee till after I turned 28. Yeah. No, like, that's just weird. And I probably started drinking coffee when I was definitely in high school. Um, yeah. I, I went know. all through college, all through... I went one full year of having a baby without <laughs> having coffee, which some may say I'm crazy, but... Like, I shouldn't even be able to drive without a coffee in my system. Like, I... Well, I'm starting to get there already. Yeah. So, that's a whole... That's a whole another th- yeah. issue. But... Yeah, anyhow. But... but Stick to it. In, yeah, let's get back to intermittent fasting. <laughs> so, so, the thing about coffee is, though, me and Susie have always drank it black. Yeah. Right from the get-go, I started drinking it black. And that's key to not breaking your fast. If you add sugar... You're going to break the fast. And if you add milk or cream in some scenarios, that could break the fast. Yeah, just So don't the whole do it. point is you don't want any ca- calorie intake 
when you're fasting. So it's the easiest way to do it is just drink it black. Suck it up, drink black coffee. Yeah. Or just embrace it and enjoy it. That's yeah. what I did. Yeah, that's true. Like Wade never started putting anything in his coffee. He just I, wanted to start drinking it black. I'm the type of person that I would have had trouble, and I knew this going in, I would have had trouble weaning off of sugar or milk or cream, whatever was in my coffee. So I told myself, I'm like, well, one, it's the healthiest way to drink it yep. with nothing in it. And two, I don't want to ever have to get to that point. So I said, whatever, let's it's just so screw it. so odd to me that people <laughs> like dress up the coffee. Like it's, but anyhow. Oh, geez. Everybody like does my, it. my personal uh, opinion. Well, it's ridiculous because everybody know. does it. I know. It's just weird to you're, me. Yeah, but you're the weird one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. So sometimes I drink too much coffee. And, um, you know, like you just kind of, I'm sure anybody who drinks coffee knows the feeling and, uh, sometimes you may start to get a headache or something. Headache. I know with me, I do. It kind of upsets my stomach. Might toss in a green tea here and there. So the nice thing is about green tea, you're not breaking the fast as well. Right. Um, same scenario, right? If you don't put anything in it, just drink it plain or how do you say that? Black. (laughs) Just drink it without any milk, any milk. (laughs) or cream or sugar then you're not breaking the fast yeah um water consumption i've read a lot of different things about how much water to drink um you know there's we we should talk we have a friend who's a nutritionist we should kind of like dive into something like that um when when we talk to her but but when it comes down to it you drink as much as you can drink as much as you can because when you're feeling hungry I know if I start chugging water, you start to get a little bloated, that hunger goes away. Now yeah. you're feeling bloated, it kind of fills you up a little much, a little bit where that hunger will start to go away. So it's yeah. kind of a trick. And coffee suppresses hunger. Yeah. So that will help too when you are fasting, drinking coffee helps suppress his hunger. Yeah, for sure. So And then the other one I want to point out too that I mentioned already, if you have the ability to, go take a nap. Oh, yeah. I know that really yeah. helped me. When I was going through a 24-hour fast the one time, I probably took three naps. But it just helps. <laughs> it really does. At the time, I was able to do that. But yeah. it just helps, right? Like, you're still fasting. And you're, you know, you're really, you're benefiting from it because you're getting rest too. It's a win-win. <laughs> win-win. Um, okay, so whenever we would wake up, we would have our coffee. And then so, around noon... Yeah, around um, noon. We would have our first meal. Um, sometimes I do two meals. Sometimes I do one. I don't know. It all depends what we're eating. If I'm really excited about dinner and if it's going to be something like heavy, then I might not have lunch also. But it, it all depends. Yeah. So right now, what I do is I as soon as noon comes along, I have my lunch. And usually, because we're meal prepping, usually it's prepared. So I kind of have a portion lunch. And then around, I don't know, maybe between between 2.30 and 4, I have a small snack, which I would normally do any day anyways. And then we eat dinner as a family anywhere between 6, 6.30. Yeah. 5.30, 6.30, we eat dinner. And then after that, we're pretty well done for the day. Yeah. Now we... At night, we try to drink as much water as we can and uh, go from there. We're really into carbonated water right now. So. Yeah, so we, we drink a lot of carbonated water, and that's kind of our go-to for, you know, adding a little something to just drinking plain old water all the time, but you're still getting the benefits from it. Yeah. 
And the funny thing is, right now, we're still... Well, actually, today we're recording on February 1st. But when you're not drinking alcohol... When you drink alcohol, you break the fast, right? So sometimes you're going to be having a drink past 8 o'clock. So just try to keep that in mind when maybe you're planning out when you're going to do your 16-hour fast compared to your 8-hour eating window. Yeah. Yeah, like so drinking if, alcohol breaks the fast. So. Yeah, for sure. But and you can adjust it, right? Like if if you want to be pretty strict about it, you can totally adjust it to the next day. Okay, I had a drink at nine p.m. yesterday. You know, then you would obviously eat later. I'm not gonna eat till one. Yeah. Right. You can, you can just as long as you get that sixteen hour fast in there, it's still okay. Absolutely. So okay, Wade, what do you find most difficult about fasting? The thing I find most difficult about fasting would probably be that certain time of the day when I always get hungry and I was always a big breakfast person growing up always had breakfast and it was only about three three four years ago when we really started getting introduced to this and started doing it whenever our wedding yeah okay so about four years ago and Ever since then, I used to think it was ridiculous. I was the same as anyone else. Oh, no, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. But it's yeah. so funny that it really is not. It, you do not need to eat breakfast because I feel great. And I haven't had breakfast, well, pretty well all of January because we started right around New Year's. Going Me going full-fledged every day. I was kind of going in and out of it for the past couple years here and there but for the most part I've done it every day since the new year and yeah I feel great so yeah the hardest part is though is right around that 10 o'clock 10 30 time right and I think I find that the most difficult because it seems like every day I get hungry at that time and it's just one of those hungers that it's hard to suppress with a few chugs of water or a coffee but I always know the nice thing is knowing that all I gotta do is wait about 15-20 minutes and it's gonna pass mm-hmm. so but that is by far the most difficult for me I would say and that you know your your meal is ready in the fridge because we meal prep. exactly right exactly yeah um, I think probably another area would be when the kids like our, our kids obviously eat breakfast, so. Yeah, I forgot. That's a very difficult too, actually. Yeah, um, the when we're home with the boys on weekends and whatnot, and we have to feed them breakfast, and I'm sitting there feeding them food, or just sitting with them and they're eating, and I'm sitting there and I can't eat. That I do find that difficult. It's it's funny because obviously I feel like. <laughs> You, you can expect us not, like our kids don't just have a, a bowl of um, cereal. I'm not sure they've ever had a bowl of cereal. But, but like, you know, I, I really like cooking like oatmeal or yeah. eggs or um, I make health, like these healthy pancakes or like parfaits and stuff. And poor Wade is just sitting. Yeah, they're, they're eating like these gourmet <laughs> breakfasts and I'm sitting here going, oh, you got to be kidding me. But yeah, yeah the if if I had to say the most difficult thing every single day, it would be that 10, 10, 30 yeah. time. But the most difficult thing, I guess in general, would be on those weekends when we're sitting at home and all four of us are sitting around the, 
the island and Susie's making these awesome breakfasts and I'm sitting there and I can't have a bite. Yeah. All I can have is coffee. Yippers. But I know that once lunchtime comes around, we got our lunch prepared in the fridge and it's always usually something really good. So I always get excited and look forward to that. Yeah. That's kind of how I get get past it. I would say for me, the, the hardest part um, is on days where we aren't jam-packed with like a to-do list or thing, right? Like with Oh, you're plans. not keeping busy. Yeah, like yeah, when, when we're busy. bored, all I think about is like, okay, what should I make? What should I make? Hmm. Right? So staying yeah. busy, I think, is key and and how we do it at least for when our... You, when you stay busy too, it kind of keeps your mind off of things. Yeah. And you kind of forget you're fasting. Even going to say like at your 10 a.m. mark, maybe that would be a great time to take a quick break from what you're doing. If you can take a quick break from work and pump out like maybe a hundred push-ups or like something like that, right? Like yeah. use that time to get your body moving to take your mind off of it. Yeah. Right? No, so, for sure. Like, yeah, that might be a good time where if we... If you have that ability to do that... Exactly. That'd be great. Sometimes some people in certain scenarios don't have that ability. Right. But if you do, do something physical, kind of get your mind off of things. And mm -hmm. really, you do... Your hunger passes and you kind of forget about it. You could also... Might be a really good time to write down... Rewrite down your goals. Yeah, right? Just that's reinforce true. it and kind of refocus, refocus your goals, Re right? Refocus. Like kind of bring them back into into focus and really think about them and remember why you're doing it. Exactly. Right. right? Um, yeah. So you know, our our days when we're home, like I'll tip it. That's that's when I usually okay. All right, kids, let's do a craft or something. Or like, <laughs> wait, let's let's clean the ceiling fans. Yeah. Or, you know, let's like do something random. Exactly. Right. To get it, our minds off of. Yeah. Um, but we aren't typically looking for things to do. Our, our days are pretty jammed. Our days are pretty busy. Yeah. So that's pretty much what we do. So that's our day. We wake up, don't eat till noon, eat from noon, between noon and eight, and then yeah, do it all over again the next day. Um, the kind of last thing about fasting, I guess that I have to say is just make sure that, yeah, I said, you know, don't compensate your calories, but also like don't just eat like crap like if you're doing this then you're obviously wanting to make a change in your life right yeah um, no one does this just to do it right i right? mean i i do some people may now well no you said you're maintaining but you start right yeah and but always to start you you have a goal yeah right and yeah, no, you're right. It's definitely helping me achieve my goals. The only thing, the only time someone would do this just to do it would maybe be to simplify their lifestyle and yeah. really just yeah, not I guess. eat. Right. Right. But, but other than that, for the most part, make sure that you're paying attention to what you're putting in your yeah. body. And we won't even get into this because I think it's a completely different podcast. But like, doing fasted workouts would really benefit you also yeah right so if you can find time to get up early um or or as long as it's a fasted workout then um major benefits to it you kind of there's it's huge you multiply your uh you know your burning calorie effect and all that exactly. you multiply it because you don't have any fuel that you're burning off yeah right yeah and th that's a whole nother topic but yeah that's uh that's intermittent fasting 
Yeah, we've really made it a lifestyle and it's all about making it a habit, um, you know, like a healthy habit. I have a very addictive personality, so like this for me is is awesome, right? And that, that's why I go all in. Yeah. Right? So yeah. habits, again, probably a whole nother topic to, that we <laughs> could talk about. Um, but yeah, just as long as it's a healthy one, uh, pay attention to what you're eating, pay attention to your eating periods. And pay attention to how you feel throughout your day. If you start to feel like, you know, foggy or whatnot, then, you know, you might have to adjust what you're eating, how much you're eating, when you're eating. Yeah. Right? For sure. For sure. And it doesn't hurt to like, like, like all I've those said, things. Yeah. Like I said, you're always, you got to be your own guinea pig. Yes. You got to be your own guinea pig and you won't really know if this helps you or not unless you try it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you do you. Uh, we always say that and we believe it, I think. <laughs> no, I do. Yeah. I do. Um, and what makes you feel happy and what makes you feel good, guys. Yeah. And, and stick with your goals and, and you got this. Yeah. Have fun. And uh, we really enjoy intermittent fasting. It really helps. Like we said, the main thing is it really helps simplify our lives. Yeah. And uh, in regards to eating and in the kitchen and whatnot. So... All the power to you. Yeah. And if you guys have any questions on how we do it, uh, you know, shoot us to... a, I think it's called a DM. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're, I'm really trying with this Instagram thing. Yeah. Shoot us a DM. <laughs> or what is that? Slip into our DMs? That might be more on our personal note. Yeah. But, uh, I don't think you think But that. Uh, feel, free, feel free to shoot us an email too at uh, swaylife at gmail.com. Okay. Bye guys. Bye.